Welcome to Disney Honor Roll. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Sharon. We are two teachers who love our families, our students, and everything Disney. When we're not at school or taking care of our own children, we're dreaming of our next Disney vacation. What aspects of Disney will make our honor roll and which won't make the grade? You'll have to listen to find out. Class starts now. Welcome to Episode 9 of Disney Honor Roll. Original release date, February 17th, 2021. Today we will be grading Dinosaur at Animal Kingdom, but first it's time for our morning announcements. So excited for this one, guys. Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella from 1997 is now on Disney+. Plus. Yay! This one is the one that stars Brandy as Cinderella, Whitney Houston as the fairy godmother, Bernadette Peters as the stepmother, Jason Alexander as the assistant to the royal family, Whoopi Goldberg as the queen, and Victor Garber as the king. Yay! I have not seen this movie in a very long time, but we just did Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella a couple years ago at our middle school, so I'm very looking forward to watching this. I love Love, love, love this version of Cinderella and this movie itself. Amazing cast, incredible musical. I'm just so happy. I already watched it since it was released. (laughs) It is on my list of things to watch. Another announcement is that ABC and Walt Disney Imagineering has teamed up to create a five-episode miniseries called Imagine from Home. Real Disney Imagineers walk you through how to create different projects. I was so excited when I heard about this. I texted Chrissy right away. Yes. It brings more Disney magic right into your home. And that's what we need right now. It sure is. The five episodes are Draw Your Castle, Build Your R2 Droid, Draw Your Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Make Your Castle Nightlight, and Make Your Small World Animated Scene. These all sound like so much fun, but there's only five episodes and two of them are just drawings? Yeah, I know. I was hoping for some more hands-on things, but I'm definitely excited to do those hands-on things with my boys. Hopefully, they'll have more variety in newly released episodes. Yes, I hope they release some more, too. And my biggest bone to pick with them is that they do not have Asa Kalama on this show. For those of you who don't know, he is my Imagineer crush. He is the host (laughs) of the Science of Disney Imagineering. I know I talked about that. I think back on our second episode and I just love Asa Kalama. He's an Imagineer and he needs to get on one of these episodes. So Asa, what's taking so long? Let's go. Right. Come on, man. At least it still goes along with our Imagineering love fest that we have every single episode of Disney on a roll. We are fangirls for sure. (laughs) In some sad news, Disney legend Charles Boyer passed away on February 8th. He worked with Disneyland for 39 years and retired in 1999. He produced many well-known pieces of Disney art, including, have you seen the Mickey shaking hands with the firefighter image? Yes, that is such a moving piece, and he will be sorely missed. Yes, may he rest in peace. Now let's move on to our progress reports. Last Thursday, Disney had their first quarter earnings call, and CEO Bob Chapek stated that the park is still operating at 35% capacity, And he also stated that he believes that social distancing and mask requirements will still be in effect throughout the remainder of 2021. However, he did seem hopeful that things would improve in 2022. You know, I've heard people waiting for mask requirements to be lifted before traveling to Disney World, but I really can't see that happening anytime soon. I totally agree. I think COVID, unfortunately, is something that is here to stay, and we just have to 
figure out how to live with masks for a while now. Absolutely. We sure do. In other news, the Leave a Legacy panels that were removed from Epcot's entrance last year have been reinstalled in a new artistic way outside the gates of Epcot. They are now located along the path from the parking lot to the security checkpoint and have a new colorful look to them. Yes, they are much better. They look so much better. They are new. They're a rainbow of colors and that, that will match Epcot's new aesthetic that they're striving towards with the new renovations that they're doing. If you have a Leave a Legacy tile, there are QR codes that you can scan and it will tell you exactly which panel, row, and column you can find your tile. That's such a cool use of the technology that's available out there. It is. Just those smart Imagineers. Just love them. Imagineer love fest. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentle people, as we make progress with this podcast, we incur various expenses to help keep us going. That's why we are now introducing, drumroll please, Patreon. Patreon is a way for you, our listeners, to help keep this podcast going. Yes, we have three different levels or tiers of supporters. Our first tier is the teacher's pets, and you will receive a personal shout out on an upcoming episode. Our salutatorians will receive what the teacher's pets do, plus a small gift from us. And the top tier, the valedictorians, and they will receive the teacher's pet and the salutatorian gifts, and they will also have input on an upcoming show. So exciting. Yes. To contribute, just visit patreon.com backslash Disney Honor Roll. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. And thank you in advance for your support. Now let's move on to the report card. As we said earlier, we are grading Dinosaur, which is in Dinoland at Disney's Animal Kingdom. The Disney website describes it as a race against time. Mm. A paleontologist recruits you for a secret mission to bring a 3.5-ton iguanodon back to the present time. There's just one problem. The giant meteor that wiped out life on Earth is on the way. That was excellent reading, Mrs. Gabriel. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Rebecca. <laughs> so this ride opened when the park opened in 1998, but it was then called Countdown to Extinction. The ride's name was changed to Dinosaur in the year 2000 to promote the Disney animated film Dinosaur. You know, I had completely forgotten about this movie before we started research for this. Yeah, I don't think I ever knew that this movie existed. <laughs> <laughs> whoops i looked it up and then remembered because when i heard the dinosaur movie i was thinking oh no it's called the good dinosaur yeah but nope that was recent i know good dinosaur i've never heard of dinosaur oh well <laughs> i'll watch it it'll be on my list under cinderella under for sure <laughs> absolutely the two dinosaurs that are featured in the ride are an iguanodon and carnotaurus which were both featured prominently in the film scenes from the movie also appear in the pre-show the wait time for this ride is an average of 30 minutes, and the ride length is approximately three minutes. But it does feel like longer than three minutes. You know, seeing three minutes, I'm like, what? Because it definitely feels longer than three minutes. I think because it's so exciting when you're actually in it. Yes. So let's talk about the queue. There's a small outdoor queue, which is only used when needed. 
aka when the ride is extremely busy and the indoor queue fills up. I don't think I've ever actually waited in the outdoor queue other than just walking through it to get inside. Same. When you first enter the building, you will see several small exhibits, including fossil displays, some extinction theories, and current animals that have evolved from this time period. I love the educational aspects of that. Yes, you do get a nice little science lesson while you're waiting. Then you enter a large octagonal room. There is a large Carnotaurus fossil in the center, and the queue winds around the room past all sides of the dinosaur. The walls are decorated with the artist's renditions of dinosaurs on the upper part, and the lower portion looks like layers of rock with fossils. There are also additional displays with fossils. I love the wall art. I just think it is so cool looking. It really is. You have to check it out if you haven't been there. Hanging from the ceiling is also a large globe showing Pangea, which was Earth before the continent separated, if you forgot about that from middle school science. First supercontinent. Supercontinent, yes. And connected to that is a rod, and that shows how far the theoretical asteroid had to travel to impact Earth to create the mass extinction. My favorite part of this room is the voice of Bill Nye the Science Guy. Bill, Bill, Bill. Bill. Guys, I love Bill Nye the Science Guy. He's so do I. Awesome. My favorite guy, Bill Nye the Science Guy. He shares some facts and theories about the age of dinosaurs and their extinction. His voice explains what everyone is looking at in the room. He really explains it well because if you have no idea why the walls look so cool, just listen to what he's telling you and it makes sense. I love using clips of Bill Nye's show Absolutely. in my class. It's wonderful. The kids love them. I love them. And if the kids don't love them, they need to learn to love them because I do. Yeah. <laughs> and I just feel like he's timeless, you know? He is, for sure. His show is around when we were little, and now these kids still love him, and they learn so much. They always get so excited. So after listening to the amazing Bill Nye and seeing all of this awesome stuff, you weave through that room and you enter one of the two pre-show theaters. The pre-show is a short movie played in a small theater in which you stand for the duration of the show. Unfortunately, now because of COVID, the pre-show is not playing. It's sad that these shows aren't playing at the moment. And not just in this ride, but in other rides too. Yeah. Because if this is your first time to Disney or your first time riding this ride, you won't get the full backstory and know exactly what's going on in the ride. Yeah, I really feel like with this ride especially, you might be clueless as to what's happening if you don't get that pre-show. Yeah. I mean, it'll still be entertaining, but not as entertaining in my opinion. Yes. So listen up, guys. If you're going to Disney in COVID times, we'll tell you about the pre-show now. <laughs> <laughs> the pre-show starts by showing the director of the Dino Institute, Dr. Marsh, a.k.a. Mrs. Huxtable, Felicia Rashad. <laughs> so cool. She tells us that the Dino Institute has created a time rover that can take guests back to the age of the dinosaurs. And then she transfers us to a live feed for the control center for a safety briefing. We then meet Dr. Grant Seeker. <laughs> Get it? He's a Grant Seeker. <laughs> He's played by Wallace Langham. He secretly tells us that we are going on a mission to the late Cretaceous time period to save the Iguanodon from extinction and bring it back to the Dino Institute with us. He had gone on an unauthorized field trip, quote-unquote, <laughs> to place a tracker on the Iguanodon. Why he didn't just bring it back then, I'm not sure. Very good point. I never thought about that. <laughs> we'll just we'll just suspend reality for all this because, you know, we are time traveling here. <laughs> <laughs> However, Mrs. Huxtable, Dr. Marsh, she overhears this and she comes in and corrects him. 
and tells him that all of the tours have been locked into the early Cretaceous time period to avoid any meteor strikes. Dr. Seeker then gives the standard safety briefing about seatbelts and flash photography, but at the end, he unlocks the time coordinates. So now we will be traveling to the late Cretaceous time period, dangerously close to the meteor strike. Uh-oh. I see some foreshadowing here. You know, I just finished a unit on geologic time with my students, and we talked about this mass extinction event a lot. So I love doing this show right now. <laughs> That's awesome. After the pre-show, guests travel down to an underground research facility. And as you wait to board these time rovers, look up and just notice the red, yellow, and white pipes that are labeled with chemical formulas. Sharon, do you happen to know what those formulas are? I have not looked closely at those formulas, so no. What do they make? They actually make up ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise. <laughs> no way. Yes. It's a little known fact that this ride was once sponsored by McDonald's. So that's their little nod to the Golden Arches. Oh my goodness. That is so cool. <laughs> I love that. The rovers themselves are named CTX Time Rover, which is a nod to Countdown to Extinction, the original ride name. The rovers go through a seatbelt check, and then they are transported to prehistoric times. Once you land after your transport, you can see the trees in the forest, and you can smell it, which is amazing. And you just come across a variety of dinosaurs. It really is amazing how Disney puts those smells in there in the rides. Yes, and there are many candles that you can buy for lots of different Disney smells. I was just going to say that I asked for some magical candles so that I could have some of these smells at home with me. <laughs> I have quite a few of the oils so Ooh. that I can swish them out and they last forever. That's so cool. Anyway, back to our time travel here. <laughs> Dr. Seeker, who is controlling our rover, then locks into the signal of the Iguanodon tracker and the ride becomes much bumpier. The rover races from left to right looking for the Iguanodon and comes across several other larger dinosaurs. The scanner identifies these dinosaurs, including the Carnotaurus, but they are not who we are looking for. Nope, not the Iguanodon. Keep on moving. The Carnotaurus seen on the ride doesn't look exactly like the real one. The replica has bigger thighs, knobbier skin, and is taller, so Imagineers basically invented their own species. They call it the Carnotaurus robustus floridana. <laughs> oh, Asakalama, you're so funny. <laughs> So the dinosaurs found throughout this ride are actually some of the largest audio animatronics Disney has ever made for a theme park. That's pretty cool. It is cool. You then find out that you're only 90 seconds away from the meteor strike. Oh, no. Ah! So the rover starts to pick up speed. The ride becomes darker and you dodge other dinos, a pterodactyl and a pterosaur. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> At one point, the large Carnotaurus lunges for your car, and your on-ride photo is taken here. Snap. Oh, don't even get me started on this photo op. Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> don't worry. I'll get to it. Okay. The rover starts moving again and drives through a forest where trees are falling, and the tracker spots the iguanodon, but Dr. Seeker says it is just too late and to abort the mission. Ah, uh, won't, won't, won't. As the rover is racing through the forest, the iguanodon is seen catching a tree that is about to fall on the rover. Thanks, Guy. Thanks, Mr. Iguanodon. You saved our lives. He sure did. Finally, the asteroid hits the ground. A flash of light is seen, and the Carnotaurus is back to try to get you one last 
time. <gasps> but at the last second, the rover transports you back to the Institute. And guess what? What? The Iguanodon made it with you. Wow. That's incredible. You succeeded. It's amazing. Once in a lifetime opportunity right there. Imagine that. Or should I say, imagineer that. Do you remember that on the Disney Channel when we were growing up? No. They had little segments about, uh, this just popped in my head just now. They had little segments during the quote-unquote commercials that Disney Channel had back then. And it was Imagineer that. Oh, we're going to have to Google that. Uh, Yeah, we do, because that's pretty much all I remember. <laughs> featured something that the Imagineers did. Okay. Anyway. For another time again. <laughs> As you get off the rover and you proceed to the exit, a.k.a. the gift shop, you can see video screens of the Iguanodon running around the Dino Institute. It is so funny. That's like, I think, my favorite part of the ride. <laughs> and you can hear radio chatter about what's happening. It's just classic. I love it. So funny. Yes. Perfect theme. So fun fact. The ride today is known to be pretty intense, but it was actually even more intense before it became Dinosaur. With a name change and mm -hmm. riding change, the ride changed a little bit. Since the ride was to be based on a Disney animated film, Disney figured that more little ones would be hopping on to experience the attraction. Because of this, Disney decided to make the ride less intense. The movement of the time rovers was also toned down a bit. And also the sounds of the dinosaurs were toned down to be a little bit less frightening. That's crazy that they were toned down a little bit because I feel like they're really loud and... Yeah, they're definitely still scary. Once the ride opened as dinosaur... The height requirement even relaxed. It went from 46 inches to a requirement of only 40 inches to go on the ride. Hmm. So even though the ride was toned down from its previous version, I still find it as one of the best Disney thrill rides in all the land. Yes, it is very thrilling. I, I do enjoy it. So what would we change about this? Hmm. Hmm. So the only thing I can think of that I would want to change is maybe it would be cool if they had two levels of intensity, like they do for Mission Space and Epcot. They have the orange and the green. So if you want to experience the ride, but you're you're not as much of a daredevil, you can still enjoy it on like the green easy version. So I think it would be cool if they had a more intense ride like it is now and then a less intense ride for even smaller ones or people who have medical reasons that they can't ride the ride the way that it is now. I can definitely see that being good. I think that that is out of the realm of possibility since it is characterized as more of a thrill ride. It's not mm -hmm. like you're making calmer versions of the roller coasters. Very true. Very true. And there is the T-Rex Cafe in Disney Springs. Yes. That has animatronic dinosaurs in it. So while you don't get the same storyline to it, you can at least still go see some pretty cool dinosaurs there. That's very true. I haven't thought about that. Good point. Good point. Good point to you. <laughs> All right. So do you want to hear about my story now? I do. With the photo? I do. Okay. So Animal Kingdom, I love Animal Kingdom. It's one of my favorites. And Dinosaur is always a must-do ride just because there aren't many thrill rides in Disney World. So you have to hit the ones that they do have. Mm -hmm. And I always have the absolute worst luck with this ride photo. Oh, no. The last time we went on this ride, my face was covered up by a tree. <laughs> what? They put the little photo frame, like, around the picture, oh. and my face is a tree. Oh, my goodness. That's so funny. I will most definitely be sharing this on our Instagram, so you'll have to go check it out. But I'm the person under the tree, and actually the person in – 
the last row of the car, he wasn't in my party, his face is a tree too. So it's not just me. So it was the little border that they electronically put on it? Yes. You know, if you would think they could fix that. I think they could fix that. I just think that they don't search to fix it unless you ask them to. Yeah. But obviously too late since your last trip, but. The next time that we go, I'm sure my son will be tall enough to ride this ride. So I will make sure that I am not Mike Wazowski'd by a tree <laughs> in this. I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm a tree. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. See, I love this ride, but it hasn't been a must-do in recent years due to my two little men coming along with us. But I cannot wait to bring them on it now. And I just... I love seeing people's faces on this ride, except yours, obviously. Yeah. You can't see my face, but. <laughs> but some of these ride photos that people post are hysterical. Yes. Because it is happening right when the dinosaur pops out at you and people can either be completely unfazed by it or absolutely petrified. So it's it's pretty funny. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our rubric. You can find our rubric on Instagram and Facebook. If you'd like to follow along, just find us at Disney on a roll. All righty. So for cue theming, we are giving this ride a three out of three. And for cue comfort, this ride also gets a three. Wait time versus ride length. We had to give it a zero based off of our rubric, but it was so very close to getting a one. Yes. <laughs> the cast member set up. Again, nothing wrong with the cast members itself, just how the ride is set up for cast member interaction with guests. This scores a one. Ride comfort, we gave it a three. Ride maintenance and technology also gets a three. The theming for the ride, we gave it a three. So well done. And the ride extras also gets a three. There are a few little hidden Mickeys around that you can find. So that brings the total score to 19 points, which lands it at a B plus. One minute less for the wait time and you would have been an A. But we'll give it that little plus there. It deserves it. Yeah, B plus. So Dinosaur is added to our leaderboard with a B. It joins Seven Dwarves Mind Train and Test Track. Alrighty, now we are going to leave you with a quote of the day. This quote comes from the movie Dinosaur. Which I didn't know existed. On... So let's hear it. <laughs> I was just going to say that is on Chrissy's watch list now. <laughs> it is. None of us knows what changes, big or small, lie ahead. One thing is certain. Our journey's not over. We can only hope that in some small way, our time here will be remembered. Thank you again for listening. We would be honored if you shared our podcast with some Disney fans that you know. We appreciate all the reviews and feedback that you leave us. Follow us on Instagram and or Facebook at Disney Honor Roll and reach out to us there or email us at DisneyHonorRoll at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We've actually gotten some fan mail and we really love it. Yes, and we are having a lot of fun on our Instagram with a couple games that we have going on. So please join us. Thank you for listening, everyone. Class dismissed. See, See you real soon. soon.